Okay, welcome to um, That Just Happened. I'm Rodney Sinio. I'm Adam Flores. We got two special guests with us today, a first-timer and a returning guest. First guy that we got up is Miguel Lepe Jr., who Hello. we mentioned before. Hi. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and returning guest, we got Mr. David Merkel. Say what's up, Dave. What's going on, everyone? Okay, so we are currently on episode four. We were doing very well. This week, we are number 51 in the comedy category. We've hit numbers as low as, I think it was 64 the week prior, and even as low as 31 the week before that. So thank you very much yeah, for all yeah. your support. Thank you, thank you guys. I'm raising the roof. We'd appreciate any feedback you can give us. Remember to hashtag UTJH. Please spread the word. We're now on iTunes for all you iPhone, iPod people, as well as Podomatic.com. Really great thing, Podomatic.com. They're letting us host a podcast for free. We do have a space limit, so that's something that we should talk about today. Using the free version, we're allowed about 100 meg worth of podcasts, I think. And roughly with the amount of time that we're using on the podcast, that means we're about 10 episodes that we can store online. So when we get to the point to that 10th episode and we want to do the 11th or possibly even the 9th episode and we want to do the 10th, we may need to take down episode 1. We'll work for Nintosters. Yeah, which is a fucking classic, by the way. <laughs> so download that while you can. Get them while they're hot. If you need me to transfer it to your computer or we can set up a Dropbox, if it ever gets taken down, we can get it to you. Just appreciate the listening. We appreciate the feedback. Hashtag UTJH. And if we get some sponsors, maybe we we'll, can upgrade to the paid version of Podomatic. Maybe get some professional equipment. You know, help out the editing bay and whatnot. <laughs> Speaking of editing... Donations! Donations! I've, trash. I've been spending a lot of time <laughs> editing. Talk to Adam, we joke around all the time. We're not professional broadcasters. We'd be failing broadcasting school if that was the case. And that's part of the reason why we call it um that just happened because there's a lot of ums and you know and like you know and you know you know what I mean that I end up editing out all weekend. I was just thinking about editing. So Lepe, you're the current movie expert in the room right now. Right. And they give Oscar awards, Oscar nominations, and, and actually Oscars for editing. Yeah. Editing and mixing. How do they give awards for things that aren't there? We're not really releasing the raw versions of the podcast, so you'll never know how much work went into it. I mean, even the episode last week, we recorded two 40-minute segments in between the Jack Daniels <clears throat> break, and that got edited to a minute four if you heard it. But, I mean, how do you judge somebody on something that's... You know, not there. Yeah. So shit's cut out. Right. I guess if you're a good editor, you would just never know that there's no mistake in the jump between the two, but... When it comes to awarding it, I don't even think they're looking at what's missing. They're looking at that what's there. What Can the editor tell a story? The award for editing is basically, can a person tell a story? For example, Pulp Fiction is not a linear story at all. The editor, Sally Mankey, who edited that for him, I'm sure they both decided, we're going to tell this story. And he even wrote it that way, I think. He wrote the script out of order. But some editors, they do that... Perfect example, Goodfellas. It was an editor's choice to start in the middle of that scene when they were in the car and they heard the thudding on the, on the trunk. Spoiler alert. Decided to start there for character reasons. That's when Ray Liotta's character was starting to go on a downward spiral and Joe Pesci's character was starting to become more of a hitman, more aggressive. And then they jump back to the beginning of the story and go there. So an award for an editor is deciding when to cut. That's a powerful thing to control and to do it right. I think that's what they're focusing on, not exactly what is missing. So maybe we should do CSI-style podcast one day where we start from the end and work our way back to the beginning. That'd be cool. Start with our like the backwards episode like Seinfeld did. 
Or do like a Missy Elliott song and just no. talk backwards? <laughs> that would actually be kind of cool, now you mentioned it. Play this reverse. Moving on. Sorry. The corrections department. Last week, we were talking a little bit about some people from Chicago in passing. It wasn't a whole thing that we were talking about. We were talking about the top five celebrities from Chicago. And Mr. David Merkel over here decides to write me a very hateful text message. What did he write? He put all in capital letters, which makes you know that he's serious. How the fuck did none of you mention Harold Ramis for accomplished Chicago people? See, I would have mentioned Harold Ramis, but he gone. Zing. Wah, wah. <laughs> he is gone, so he doesn't care. But did he hashtag UTJH on Twitter? Because that's what we'd really appreciate in terms of feedback. and. I mean, accomplished. Is, you're alive when you're accomplished, aren't you? An accomplished writer? No, an accomplished. Isn't that a successful? Well, he was successful. Right, he was successful. Were you guys talking about accomplished people? We weren't even talking about famous people from Chicago. Oh, famous people. Oh, okay. Never mind. He threw in the accomplished because he wanted to fucking be that guy. Where's Harold Ramis from? Is he from the suburbs? He's not from the city. Oh, no. I never never met him. more suburbs. So he might not even count. My money's on Evanston. Seems like an Evanston kind of guy. Or Oak Park, the kind of guy to just walk around yeah, the streets barefoot. Like like, you know, yeah, he just looked like an Oak Park guy. Yeah, he looked like a smug. Well, your name's Harold, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Harold. And you're, you're not... With Kumar? Yeah. What is that, four O's or two U's? Or the owner of a chicken shack. He was born oh. in Chicago, died in North Shore, Glencoe area of Chicago. Glencoe. Glencoe. Sounds like a shitty fucking company. Oh, a couple more from the corrections department. Oh. Robin Shu was Liu Kang from Mortal Kombat. We confirmed that. And there actually is a game where you can kill the dog from Duck Hunt on iMockery.com. Shoutouts for this week. So I have a shout-out. Uh, special congratulations to two uh, friends of mine, Ours. Jessica and Randy Michaels. Oh, I thought you meant. Never mind. Well, we'll get to that. Jessica and Randy Michaels just recently had an ultrasound, recently pregnant. I know they went through struggles with getting pregnant. They've been trying for quite some time now. Jessica's been very public about her infertility blog, went through rounds and rounds of hormone therapy, pregnant, just had their ultrasound. Congratulations to both of you. Wish you all the best. Yeah, congratulations. And speaking of pregnancy, this may or may not get edited out because (laughs) (laughs) Miguel Lepe and Ruby Lepe are also expecting. Hey! In case you're not keeping up, that's this guy that's That's my voice. This voice... This made silk, a baby. The silky smoothness. Right? You know, I always find Good it morning. weird when people congratulate me. You know, my wife's expecting as well. And people are like, congratulations. And I know from the people who already have kids, they're like, oh, yeah, good luck with that. But for the people who don't have kids or just, you know, from the older generation, it's kind of like, what do you, what do you say to that as a guy? I mean, you know, as a woman, you're kind of excited. But I thought like, that too. You said that to me when I yeah. walked through the door. I was just like, what did, he, what did I do? You're basically saying, yeah, that, thanks a lot. I have a penis and it I works. I have a penis and it works. Yeah. And uh, I've used it. Pull out. <laughs> and it was a long winter. <laughs> and it was, yeah, there was a lot of babies. A little baby boom. Yeah. Feel it. There was nothing to do outside, so everyone just stayed in. We just kept getting slapped in the face with the cold, so. <laughs> I, 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 thought this I was, was like, you don't make babies that way. Yeah, I thought there was something wrong. Wait, that's not how you guys did it? No? I did a real quick look. <laughs> I'm I like, was... you got slapped in the face and a baby was made? That's not how you guys make babies? Again, your wife's the dominant type. <laughs> Love you, Ruby. <laughs> Do you guys have any shout-outs? Shout-out. Anybody mm. worthy in your life of a good old shout-out? That's mm. awesome. You guys have some shitty people in your life. So many people. You guys could shout-out shout out me. Shout-out to Adam for this awesome 
place he has here. Way to go. Yeah, the podcast, if you didn't realize by now, takes place in my house. Only because, I don't know, it's the one place we could all kind of get away from the kids. And it's relatively quiet. <laughs> Even though, if you listen to the last podcast, you can hear Rodney's son upstairs losing his fucking mind at some point. Yeah. Which is awesome. That kid's the How shit. How do I have to like listen to it in my car again to like listen? Oh my god! It's so like we're in the middle of talking, you know, and upstairs all you hear is. Ah! It's just real faint in the background, but people are thinking you got people like locked up. You uh, Shut up! You just yelled. Man. Shout out to Nelson Flores. Thanks for the help with yeah, episode Nelson, three. Thank you. Thank you nice very job. Much. You got a lot of compliments. We'll have you back on. I have a lot of people asking me why you have those thoughts about Christopher Columbus. I agree it's with him, by the way, on that. It's yeah. It's, you, can, you can agree to it. Yeah. There's a following if if you research or you just Google Christopher Columbus as a terrorist, find a bunch of hits. That was somebody's big comic shtick. I remember seeing a stand-up comic do at least a good twenty minutes on that whole Christ. topic. I don't know. Not that he was a terrorist, but just that. I'm here. I wouldn't be otherwise. So can't be too mad at him. Shout out to all you graduates out there. I don't know. Graduates. Prom season. Prom, prom season. I don't even know anybody that's graduating this year, so that goes right out the window to me because it doesn't even matter. I have some cousins that graduated. Congrats, cousins. Shout out to my daughter who's finally learning how to walk. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Four steps. Right. She's gotten up to four. Let's get crazy. Eight more steps left in the program. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the tag up. That's yeah, that was nice. Yeah, that was a nice good. little jump on. On the whole Mortal Kombat thing, did any of you guys see the trailer for the proposed reboot that they were trying to use to get Warner Brothers Studios to release the rights to them to make an R-rated Mortal Kombat movie? I thought they were just sticking to YouTube uh, well, series. Well, it became Mortal Kombat what, Legacy, I believe. Yeah, and Mach- who makes it? Machina? What is that? Machina. Machina. But yeah, but what they initially created for was they were trying to convince Warner Brothers and NetherRealm to give them the rights to make an R-rated Mortal Kombat. That would be nice. I mean, I think you've That's seen it, right, it with Jerry Ryan, yeah. with the guy, the actor I can never remember who played Spawn. The guy from Spawn, Michael J. White. Yeah, he also had the... No. Is it Michael J. White? He had the two-bit... Who's Jaleel White? That's that's Steve Urkel. Okay, yeah, Michael Steve J. White. Steve Urkel should be in That's what Kombat. was confused. Yeah, he'd be an awesome Jax. Yeah, he would. <laughs> Just every fucking time. Jax. Then I ain't doing that. That would be fucking awesome. I'm probably going to get sued right now. Michael J. White. J. Michael J. White? I don't know. What? The guy from fucking The Dark Knight and Spawn. Yeah. He played the. Uh, oh, that, he played that the first, was Spawn. He played the first gangster oh, that the shit. Joker killed. Was he Black Dynamite? Yeah, Black Dynamite. He was in Nicki Minaj's video. Oh fuck! Everything to do with Nicki Minaj. <laughs> yes, I would. I don't know. Um, she's turning over a new leaf. I like. Yeah, she's it. starting she's to look a little more natural. A little more original. I like the original version. I give it about six weeks. She's turning over a new leaf, and under that leaf will be more illicit drug use. Oh come on. It's debatable. No, it's not. Her ass makes me forget about everything she's ever done. Anyway, we move on. <laughs> Alright, fuck yous. Ooh. Fuck you, department. Yeah. I got a special fuck you to the 15-minute loading zone in front of Whole Foods. Fuck you. So first of all, there are no cars in that zone that really mean to be there for 15 minutes. Second of all, they're all $50,000 and up cars. And I don't know what it is about buying a car... That's more than $50,000 where you get like a special license from somewhere that says you are now allowed to drive like an asshole. And then people forget about the fact that there's a parking lot, 15-minute loading zone at Whole Foods and people abusing it. There's a thing called a parking lot for one. And two, there is no such thing as an organic emergency. (laughs) So 15-minute loading zone at Whole Foods, fuck you. Yeah. You might as well just open that up to fuck you Whole Foods. We'll get there. We'll get there. Right. One day at a time. My eternal fuck you this week is going out to Castlevania for the original Nintendo Entertainment System. 
fuck you to that game. I started playing that recently. I never had it as a kid because my parents didn't buy it for me. My cousin Omar had it. Was it one of those taboo games where they're like, oh, it's borderline devil worshipping where you can't really... No, my parents were just like... uh, Worship all the devil you want. Beat the shit out of Mario Brothers a million times. I'm not buying you another game for a little while. I mean, my parents bought me games, but I played it at my cousin's house before I ever had an interest in it. And back then, I was like six. So... I didn't have the wherewithal to try to change something in the game. And I just didn't want to play it because I'm like, that kind of sucks. And it's hard. It's a fucking hard game. So now, what, almost 25 years later, I decide, okay, let me take an actual attempt at this fucking game. And it's just as hard as when I was a kid. I cannot get past the Grim Reaper. Fuck you to Castlevania. And I'm not going to say fuck you to my daughter, but she's kind of a fucking douche. (laughs) Because... She was playing with the Wii remote. I didn't realize that somehow she had turned it on. Somehow she had accessed the Castlevania game that I was playing and somehow restarted the game. So I made it all the way to the Grim Reaper and I saved it basically at that point. And she found a way to delete my save file or make it so that I had to start all the way the fuck over. So not a fuck you to my daughter because I love her eternally. But when she gets older, remind me to cut her hair in her sleep or something. For something as much of a travesty as messing with daddies. And she ripped up one of my comic books today. That gonna, was rough. I'm going to piggyback yours. First off, I'm going to say, don't feel bad. No one has made it past the Grim Reaper yet. <laughs> so don't feel bad. Second off, i just like to say fuck you to review sites that allow everyone to have a fucking opinion like Metacritic. In particular, it's because Watch Dogs, a game that everyone here may or may not be familiar with. I know Adam is. Hell um, yeah. Yeah, it looks great. Okay, but see, that's the thing. The E3 trailer they showed last year was produced and made using computer software and hardware. Not the consoles, Xbox One, not PS4, none of that. So now, I was like, I'm going to pick it up, but I wasn't going to do it today. But I was going online, oh, I want to see what everyone else is saying. Everyone's giving it a fucking negative score because, oh, it doesn't look as good as the video did at E3. Eh, shut the fuck up. Judge the game by what it is. It's the finished product now. All those videos don't fucking matter. That's like watching a preview for a movie. Judge it on the whole product. Don't just whine that it doesn't look like it did last year at the video. I'm sick of that shit online. So I just want to give a fuck you to those reviewer aggregate sites because they just piss me off. Yeah, there are plenty of games that I've played that don't even look good. Castlevania. That are Castlevania. I mean, for Nintendo. One of my favorite games is Bomberman, and that game looks like shit, but it's fun. See, I mean, I love gorgeous games. I'm playing Infamous Second Son right now. It's gorgeous. But I really feel like they kind of like, oh, let's how pretty we can make this game, and hopefully you'll overlook the either short story, the lacking story, the lack of story development, or everything else. As long as they keep throwing shiny objects and colorful things in front of you, you'll overlook the rest. Yeah. I still want substance. Style's great, but I still want substance. You got any fuck yous? I got a fuck you to people who say you welcome. Oh, God. Oh, you welcome. You welcome. Instead of oh, you're welcome. I thought you were like having an issue with people saying you're welcome. Well, that like, pisses what? me off, too, but one thing at a time. Oh, uh, <laughs> I work at a call center in an office setting, and this lady who works behind me, I don't even know her name, she pisses me off because she's constantly saying, you're welcome. What if she listens to the podcast? But she, if she does, fuck you, lady, who works <laughs> for this company. It just doesn't fit. Like, I, I wait for her. I'm like, maybe today's the day that she, learned that she just learned it. Like, her dad just said, honey, you need to pick it up. But no, every day it's the same thing. And at the end of her phone conversation, just the fact that I'm expecting it makes it worse. So then it's just, you welcome, and she does it in like a tone. You welcome, you welcome. I start work at 6 o'clock in the morning. So it's 5.30, 
I'm drudging into the door. And I know we don't talk about work here, but this is before work. And the woman's walking by, and she sees somebody that she knew, and she's like, oh, hello. Mm. And I know that they're trying to be, what the fuck's that bro's name? Medea. Oh, Medea. Hi, you're doing? That shit ruined, I almost turned around and just went back home. Because I knew right then and there, it was going to be a horrible fucking day. Which it was, but still. Moving on. So what's worse? When somebody says, you welcome... Or when somebody says, oh, you are welcome. I'd rather have you are welcome. Yeah, I'd rather the person be legit like energy over and than... there's, there's effort. Yeah, and there's grammar. You know, it's... Can I ax you a question? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even heard ax in forever. <laughs> You're lucky. Man. Speaking of colloquialisms, what the hell is up with ratchet? When did that become a term? Who invented it? To me, know. ratchet is the fucking Autobot that fixes the other Autobots. Like... <laughs> Ratchet? Where did where did that come from? I don't know. That it, it came from a song, I think. I don't know. But there, I don't know. There's a lot of that kind of shit that I don't understand. You can't just go making shit. Like up. turn up. Uh, that's like the entire hip hop industry. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I have a word so. that'll make this make sense, so I'm just gonna shove this word in here. Oh, that, did you know that's this new slang? I needed it to rhyme, so I said ratchet. It's like the word conversate. Oh god. That word does not fuck. Thank you, Kanye. Conversate guys. does not exist. Stop fucking saying shit like that. It's converse. Yeah, but then you're going to confuse a whole bunch of people with their shoes, and they don't want that. No one wants that. They'll be okay. I don't know. I hope they'll be okay. Be anyway, if, if they're not okay, if you get that jumbled up, them. you're already an idiot, and you shouldn't be allowed to talk anyway. Idiots. Idiots. All right, pissing on graves this week. All right, while we're in the negative mood, pissing on graves, our next segment, Bob Hoskins. Oh, oh, man. I don't want to do this. Known for... <laughs> I'm leaving. Well-renowned actor, known for roles such as uh, his role in Hook. Super Mario. He was in Snow White and the Huntsman. Super Mario. He was in Made in Manhattan. Super Mario. Most famous for Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Was he in Super Mario? I think he was in Super Mario. He's in Which the brings leash. me to my next point. Super Mario. Bob Haskins... John Languizamo, Dennis Hopper, all contributors to the ruining of what could have been a franchise movie for Nintendo, Super Mario Brothers. Nice job on that movie, guys. No. Sorry you missed the last green mushroom, Bob. Oh, oh wow. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if they did a little research into the game, but sorry. This has been Pissing on Graves. The Bob Hoskins edition. Next week, my Angelo. I'm not going to do that. I can't do that. Can I piss on one? Oh, yeah, go ahead. I want to piss on Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh. Let it rain. And it's really, it's it's not so much him, but it just goes, oh, Philip Seymour Hoffman died. But everyone's just going to ignore the fact he died because he was a fucking drug addict. Why should I feel bad for this man being dead who was a drug addict? This is the guy who's a celebrity. He lives outside of the established rules and norms of society as it is. You mean to tell me you'd be like, man, I have a fucking drug problem. I'm going to take some of my millions of dollars, get me a handler, dude, rein me in. Kind of ration out the amount of cocaine I'm doing in a day. Or heroin or whatever killed him. And then, find something else to be an addict to. Find some other high. You have all porn. the funds at your disposal. Hell, I don't give a rat's ass if he was addicted to porn. I don't give a rat's ass if he started paying off porn studios to go sit there in the front row while they're acting and jerk off. Yeah. I don't care. But that's what happened to David Carradine, essentially. That motherfucker's But gone. even that, like, that douchebag Cory Montes from Glee, when he died of drugs. Oh, I don't feel bad for you. You were a celebrity, you were a millionaire, you had the world at your fingertips, and you died with a needle in your arm. Several needles if you're Philip Seymour Hoffman. Congratulations, you're a piece of shit, and you died. Philip don't Seymour expect Hoffman, me to though, feel bad for you. He was fighting that he, shit. It's a sickness. I mean, oh, I don't think it's oh a, yes. The sickness. Take this. 
podcast on a serious tone. But, uh, <laughs> I just want, I'm just pissing on the grave of every celebrity that dies of a drug overdose and I'm expected to feel bad for or ignore that fact that it, their body of work somehow offsets they're still a piece of the shit. I don't like when somebody dies automatically, man, that guy was such a great actor. Uh, some people that have died weren't necessarily good actors. Or maybe they were just unfortunate enough to not have good enough roles. Uh, the thing that bothers me is that people just remember after you're dead. Like, they were a good actor yesterday. Yeah. No one was saying anything. So I'm just pissing on the grave of the celebrity druggies. No, I mean, you got a good point. And are they a better actor because they're dead? We're both right. Would we remember them as much if they hadn't died? People can make that same argument about Nirvana and Kurt Cobain. Would they have been Ooh. as big a band if he hadn't died? They would have just been a phase. Not I mean, Pearl Jam, probably at the time you could have considered them to be equally successful, but, I mean, not a whole lot of people think about Eddie Vedder or mention him when they're referring to... Grunge. Grunge, yeah. And he was a big part of that first... I think that was the first video where somebody stage dove. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but fuck Kurt Cobain, too. Oh, come on. And fuck Heath Ledger. I'm uh, saying it. Come on, why? I'll say it. Why? That'll be next week's Pissing on Graves. Oh, okay. To be continued. Yeah. Next week, I'm going to go on a fucking rant about Heath Ledger. It's going to happen... Why are you so serious? <laughs> nice tag up. We're g- <laughs> I'm going to talk about The Dark Knight. Let's get crazy. Tune in next week. Tune in next week for that. For the next segment of Pissing on Graves. All right, what do we got coming up now? Comic Cliff Notes? We can do Comic Cliff Notes now. <laughs> comic Cliff Notes. So speaking of which, my son Jason, a lot of people ask me... Why- Hold on, time out. Comic Cliff Notes is going to be a new segment that we're going to start trying out. We're going to be actually be highlighting... Facts about either well-known or not well-known superheroes or comic book characters. And give you guys a little schooling on what goes on in the comic book world. Maybe some secret origin type shit. Proceed. Yeah, yeah is it kind of like the they said in the Bible, the geek shall inherit the earth. And now it's cool to be into comic books and no stories. But people only really know the stories that are in the popular movies. And even then, some of the movies that they haven't seen that have come out in terms of comic book movies. I think uh, our little sister-in-law, Jenny, recently saw X-Men Last Stand, really enjoyed it, but she even commented that she wished she would have seen previous X-Men incarnations. She was a little bit lost. So for our listeners who are not into comic books, particularly the ladies, pay attention to this segment if you really want to impress your man and school him on some comics knowledge that we're going to drop on you. Boom. So speaking of my son Jason, my son Jason is actually named after the Red Hood, or more commonly known as the second Robin, Jason Todd. Now, when I tell people that, a lot of people are like, wait, there was a second Robin? And actually, there are five incarnations of Robin, maybe six if you consider the Dark Knight's, Dark Knight Returns version of who? Carrie. Dark Knight Rises, if you also consider uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt as as technically a Robin, you know, which was kind of a shitty reveal at the end of the movie, and was really no point to it. Although I like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He played that role good, and I think he would have played a Robin-esque character, maybe not Robin himself, maybe one of the altered aliases. Or I would have even gone, maybe made a good Ezreal, or just kind of a different line. You didn't have to throw that in the end. Oh, by the way, his real name's Robin. It's too I think clever. More, I think your more average watcher's going to get a Robin reference over an Ezreal reference, though. Good point. Point taken. Okay, so speaking of understanding references, me being a video gamer, or more so of a video gamer back in the day when, you know, we lived in arcades, um, I probably wasn't the biggest gamer. I'd wait for the version of Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat to come on the home console because I couldn't afford to be dropping tokens at the arcade. Tokens? But back in the old days when you played video games at the arcade, you always had the opportunity before there were screen names and PlayStation names and Xbox names. 
you had the opportunity, if you did well in the game, and I would always hone myself on the shitty games because I really couldn't get my name on the leaderboards. On the, on the popular games, I would play games like Cyber Sled. You have the opportunity to leave three initials. So instead of doing something clever like some of my friends did where they would leave symbols or just, you know... Curse words. Curse words, F-U. How many ways can you write fuck, ass, shit? shit. I would leave my actual initials, which are R-A-S, Rodney Arzananzinho. So that kind of carried with me into my adult life, R-A-S. That was my monogram. That's what I would sign off as a manager when I worked at various jobs. And, you know, I even had at one point in my life a little pinky ring that just had R-A-S on it. So I oh, met my God. wife... I wish I could. You got to bust that peek and ring out one day. It, make my daughter kiss it. That would be fucking amazing. Well, funny story to that. When I met my then girlfriend Sandra, she took RASs. That doesn't stand for Rodney Arzanzino. That stands for Rodney and Sandra. Oh. Uh, so she. And then he took the pinky. Uh, so <laughs> and then that's why he's no longer wearing a pinky ring. So on that bitch for ten bucks. So to forfeit part of my man card and get to a sentimental story. She actually took the pinky ring. It ended up being her exact ring finger size, and that's how I knew what size to buy her in terms of engagement ring. So we've always identified with RAS as my monogram or as kind of our, you know, this is us as a couple. And then came along Paul Dini's, I usually, I just give credit to Paul Dini for Batman the Animated Series. and Best I, cartoons ever. I even think the, the Ra's al Ghul storyline even came before that, but it wasn't really prominent until that animated series and I just I fell in love with the character Ra's al Ghul where he was a bad guy but he wasn't really a bad guy it's kind of like a Wreck-It Ralph reference he was a guy who was trying to do the world good he had a great storyline I think the Dark Knight really kind of fucked up the representation of Ra's al Ghul although it was, it was an okay representation but yeah the real Ra's al Ghul I, should, I wish it was Lee actually Nielsen played the shit out of that role though he did but you know again I wish they would have used Ken Watanabe he's a great actor he could have you know Last Samurai guy, the guy who was, you know, the pseudo Ra's al Ghul. I fell in love with the character, fell in love with the character Talia. And when my wife and I were pregnant, we thought we were going to have a girl at one point, And we were going to say, hey, what would be a great name for a girl? And Talia seemed very apropos because Talia is the daughter of Ra's al Ghul. And if we use our name, my monogram Ra's, or the three letters that represent Rodney and Sandra, it would be very fitting that we had a daughter named Talia. At the time, I was getting a lot of notoriety in the zombie world where it's just uh, my screen name's Roz129. If you play zombies, add me, especially if you're in an extension. That's kind of my game now. But we thought it would just be very appropriate for Talia to be our daughter, daughter of Roz. We ended up having a boy. So one of my favorite Batman stories is The Red Hood. Recently animated series. I don't know what year it came out. Probably 2010, 20, 2008, something like that. And it was a story of... It's the animated movie. The animated movie where the Red Hood comes back to just kind of be vengeance of Gotham or avenge the death of Jason Todd. Jason Todd being the second Robin who was killed by the Joker in uh, A Death in the Family. Death in the Family, one of the greatest fucking comic book storylines ever. Classic comic book. And the story goes, Jason Todd was killed by the Joker who was hired by Ra's al Ghul just to fuck with Batman. Not to kill Jason Todd, but just to fuck with Batman. Now, hold on. Jason Todd was beat to shit with a crowbar... And then a bomb went off. Proceed. Just in case beating the shit with the crowbar wasn't enough. Yeah. Possibly one of the most graphic panels I saw in comics back in that day. Hell yeah. And there was actually two hotlines where you could call the kill. Yeah, that was the whole thing with Yeah, that was the whole thing at the back of the issue. Because, you know, does he live, does he die? Everyone kind of didn't like him. And it was like what we were talking about with Sam Graves. Nobody liked him. So DC comic book said, hey, the next issue... Robin's either going to die or he's going to live. It's up to you. Call the fucking number. It didn't say fucking because the comic code of 
comic authority code or whatever. So everyone voted for him to die. As soon as he's dead, everyone's like, I miss Jason Todd. It's like, oh, you idiots, you fucking killed him! So Jason Todd, he was kind of a harder core edged Robin as opposed to Dick Grayson, who's a little more... Dick. Dick, bookwormy. Jason Todd was brought into the Batman fold as a thief. Allegedly, as a legend goes, he stole the rims off the Batmobile, which is kind of funny. But That a common kid could get the rims off the Batmobile. Right. If I was with Batman, I'd be like, here's the keys, take the fucker, you just want this bitch. <laughs> I think that's why he's, you know, I'm going to make you Robin, because you fucking deserve the rims of the Batmobile. But I fell in love with that animated movie. for a NASCAR pit crew at some juncture. <laughs> <laughs> I fell in love with that animated movie. Jason Todd, at, come back, he came back as the Red Hood, who most people believe that the Joker killed Batman's parents. But uh, the Joker was actually the Red Hood before he became the Joker, and we can probably talk about comic cliff notes for another segment of that but Jason Todd he came back to avenge his death where the Joker killed him and to question Batman why he didn't go after the Joker why didn't he take his vengeance out Um, that became the story and in the interim the Red Hood took over Gotham became a better Batman you know to quote the movie than Batman himself where he actually took lives held gangsters ransom and he just wreaked havoc on Batman so I thought that was an awesome character but as the story goes Jason Todd was dead and he was resurrected by Ra's al Ghul through a Lazarus pit. So I thought, well, Ra's al Ghul doesn't really have a son, but it was kind of apropos that Ra's al Ghul resurrected Jason Todd, so that's why I named my son Jason. Mm-hmm. If Ra's al Ghul had a son, we could probably even argue mm-hmm. that I considered naming my son Damien, who was the child of Talia al Ghul and, and, Bruce Wayne, and Bruce Wayne. Who's the fourth Robin. Right? But my wife wouldn't have... Me naming my son Damien just because of The Omen, which kind of ruined a good name for a kid. The Omen is a fucking fantastic movie, by the way. Comic Cliff Notes. Comic Cliff Notes. That's a story of Jason Todd, which, you know, incidentally, there are, again, we alluded to five incarnations. Jason Todd, most people are familiar with Dick, Dick Grayson, because of Batman 66. Mm-hmm. Jason Todd would be the second. Tim Drake would be the third, who went on to lead the Teen Titans. Yeah. He's, a, he's also ended up becoming Red Robin. Once Damien came around, he became Red Robin, which... Is that what the restaurants? Nope. Red Robin. I was waiting for one of you guys to just go, yum. But, no, Red Robin's actually a really, really cool character. I think the first time Red Robin even makes an appearance is in Kingdom Come, which is actually Dick Grayson playing the character, but Red Robin's kind of been bounced around. Jason Todd actually donned the Batman suit for a little bit, but it was a little bit different. Right around the mouthpiece, he had a metal mask, which was actually really fucking cool. I'll show you the pictures in case you want to see. And as Jason's getting older, he kind of emulates... Jason Todd character in terms of his impetuousness, his greediness, yeah. and just the defiance that he has for yeah. me and my wife and everybody, any authoritative figure around him. So I think it's kind of funny. But Tim Drake, also an excellent Robin leader of the Teen Titans. If you hadn't seen the Teen Titans animated series um, that was on Fox before they went Teen Titans Go, I think I like the original Teen Titans a little more. Oh, of course. It was, it was just like Batman. Like before the Joker got the black eyeballs with the white pupils, the Batman animated series was better. Then it became Batman and Robin. And all of a sudden, it was just like, uh... Oh, Batman with Superman was good. Batman and Superman, Superman was, was good. good. That was the first one where they started having the Joker with the black eyes. Yeah. It wasn't bad, but, I mean, whatever. The fourth uh, and fifth Robin are kind of debatable, because I think the fifth Robin came out before the fourth Robin, if you consider Carrie Kelly as a part of Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns to be another incarnation of Robin. The only female incarnation of Robin, if I'm not mistaken. Which is one of the top five Batman storylines of all time right there. That's the Batman Bible right there. And modern-day dark... Brooding Batman, really based on Frank Miller, one could argue. Also, if you get a chance, read Batman Hush, which was the first time that they reintroduced Jason Todd, or 
that they kind of touched on it. Spoiler alert, it ended up being Clayface pretending to be Jason Todd. But that's what really sparked fans to be like, holy fuck, is he back? And he looked sick the way Clayface did it, but it ended up not being him. But then, you know, two years or so later, they brought Jason Todd back. And then the fifth incarnation of Robin ended up being Damian Wayne. Wayne, which we touched on is Tali on Batman's son raised by the league of assassins. league of assassins the league of shadows depending on which canon you follow and yeah he's a crazy fucking kid but still cool cool character ended up being robin for a while especially when bruce wayne was gone and dick grayson donned the cowl the cape and cowl as it's more commonly referred in the awesome cow. world of cape and cowl yeah the cape cape and cowl it's not a mask and a fucking cape it's a cape and cowl who is it grant morrison who did that story with, with damian damian wayne and credit to grant morrison if you haven't heard the Fat Man on Batman featuring Grant Morrison, that's an incredible podcast. Yeah, I got the storyline right over there. I think it's Batman and Robin. The man has a real love for Batman mythology and even ties in Batman 66, which most people will are willing to... He does, he does some weird shit, though. Grant Morrison's a weird motherfucker. Like, what he did with the X-Men was fucking weird. What he's done in his own shit with Frank Quietly is fucking weird. He's a little out there, yeah. Not bad. Not a bad guy. I'd shake his hand if I met him. Moving on to I Just Saw. This week, I just saw... The new Godzilla movie. So did I. I now. Did you watch the old school Godzilla movies from back in the day, the Japanese ones? The, I saw the original black and white one, not the whole thing, because I fell asleep. Okay, but uh, you didn't watch Godzilla and Mechagodzilla no, and Desotroya and, and like you know that, all no. that. Me being a Godzilla fan from when I was a kid, I really, really enjoyed the movie, which a lot of people didn't. Ooh. I, there's a lot. The day before I was going to see it, I was either going to see X-Men, Days of Future Past, or Godzilla. Now, Days of Future Past had just opened, so by the time the wife and I got to the theater, because she dragged, by the time we got to the theater, the only seats that were available were the front row. And oh, you can go ugh. fuck yourself. Yeah. I will never do that. Neither. I did that for Hulk. All movies. Wait, Hulk or The Incredible Hulk? The... Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Damn, that sucks. Yeah. Oh. That movie's amazing. And it was just because it's fucking Hulk, so he's huge. Yeah, he is. My neck hurt. Yeah. Your back. I thought it was a fucking awesome movie. A lot of people say Godzilla's not in it enough. That's one thing I was a little, but it did keep me on my toes. Just, yeah, and, it, every and time it made you were about to fight. It made me oh, more excited to scene. see him. Now, I don't want to say what Godzilla does in the movie because the trailers don't really explain. What the hell's going on with Godzilla? They just say they really, Godzilla's there. Yeah, they really don't. And, and I, which is really, really an exciting thing. Because one of my fuck yous for one of these weeks was going to be fuck you to trailer makers for ruining movies. This was the exact opposite. For me, watching it, I was like, holy shit, there is so much more to this movie than they ever show in the trailer. Which is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Because so many trailers they, just ruin everything. I thought they were going to go straight for the original one where it's just Godzilla versus the, like, the police. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like the Matthew Broderick one where he's just tearing up shit. and he laid eggs? Yeah, oh, it was weird. Oh my god. I think I mentally Fucking blocked movie. that movie out of my mind. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. That was rough to watch. But this one, they actually did a really, really fucking good job. The acting in it is... Amazing, yeah, I is. think. Brian Cranston, two thumbs way the fuck up. I don't want to because Roddy has seen it. I'm really excited about oh, seeing it. Seen it. I haven't so, seen it either. And he hasn't seen it. They're, They're just putting me saying it. I, I don't know whether I want to watch Days of Future Past or Godzilla or the, the Weekend. What was that Neighbor movie? Neighbors. Oh, Neighbors. I was supposed yeah. to be in that. I wasn't supposed to be. Great movie. The guy from Kick-Ass, Kick Ass, Aaron Taylor. He did all right. Whatever the fuck is it? You know what I hated though? One thing I did fucking hate about that movie, just a moment. The phone conversation when he's talking to his wife. 
Yeah, you could have cut. It was just you, like what? You could have cut that right. The fuck say out. something. You're just saying words that yeah, don't mean anything. It was just filler to be like, remember? Yeah. He's married. Yeah. Fuck off. But Elizabeth Olsen, wait, the Olsen twins' younger, what a good crier. younger sister. Good crier. Better. Better looking than the other two combined. She as has far a as nice I'm concerned. She's a nice mouth and nice eyes. Wow. What's wrong with that? Is this? <laughs> Everyone knows what that means. Oh, it's like Jay Z says, knowing how to work your hips or your lips, priceless. Yeah, priceless. Sure. The two of them are going to be in Avengers too, mm-hmm. as brother and sister. Yeah. Oh yeah. Spoiler oh, alert. Fuck yeah! <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that. <laughs> Is that why? No, that's not why. But yeah, because they were in Godzilla. They were no, just like, but like yeah. they signed contracts long ago. Maybe they were like, hey, we're working together. There's. Uh, chemistry any, here. Let's put them together. Did any of you guys see Godzilla destroy all monsters? Yeah. So you saw the part where Godzilla takes on 1988 Godzilla uh, from that point on, known as Zilla. Yeah. It's like a 12 second fight. I think the worst Godzilla movie besides the Matthew Broderick Sorry. one is Son of Godzilla. Oh my god. You like Manila? What? Baby Godzilla. That was his name? Yeah. Manila. I put that one out of my mind as badly as Rodney did with the Matthew Broderick one. I remember being a kid. It was the first time I cursed in my own mind saying, what the fuck is this? That and Godzilla vs. King Kong. Man. Godzilla should have won that. It's not even that. It's just... Well, it depends what version you watched. Yeah, the American version, version, King Kong won. The Japanese version, Godzilla Well, I had only seen the Japanese version. That's why I was confused. I'm like, King Kong won? I could have sworn Godzilla won. We had a 20-minute debate on Mechagodzilla and whether or not that was a kaiju or a Jaeger. Jaeger. Jaeger is man-made, isn't it? Yeah, it's a a machine. He has no biological components to him at all. Who made... Yeah, you can still do a pretty damn good Godzilla roar. (laughs) Or is it an alien robot? Is that a thing? Robots What's the story behind Mechagodzilla? Well, it depends on which Robots one. Because there's, two, there's two Are Mechagodzillas. They're in disguise. Yeah. What the fuck are you guys talking about? Oh, is this specific rim shit? No, the Jaeger and the, the Kaiju terminology came from Godzilla. Really? Godzilla, yeah, Kaiju. I don't remember yeah. hearing that. Kaiju is, Kaiju is the blanket term for any large Monster. creature. Oh, monster. that's right. That's why Godzilla is the original Kaiju. I love Godzilla. But in Pacific Rim, they just called them all kaijus. I didn't see Pacific Rim. To be honest, I don't even really want to see it. It was. I thought it was entertaining. I, I it was, liked it. That's the thing. It was entertaining, but it, when it came down to acting and just... Oh, come story. on, you don't watch it for acting. <laughs> no, dude, you watch it for... <laughs> no, I watch any, watch any, if I'm watching a movie, monsters. I'm looking at actors. No, but God, see, Godzilla is a movie that you could watch for acting. The first ten minutes. No see. one watches Godzilla for acting. Watch this one. This one. I'm has, gonna watch this, this one. one no has, one's like. If oh, I'm gonna I watch something see. and not worry about the acting, I'll just look at porn. That's Why what. See, that's what my brother porn? says about Fast and Furious. He's like, oh, because I'm like, God, God, the acting in that movie's fucking horrible. He's like, who cares about the acting? Like, I'm watching a fucking movie. It's a movie, exactly. There's actors. I, I don't know acting. I mean, I, somebody. This was way back in the day. I was raving about Rumble in the Bronx. How, how great I thought it was. And then somebody told me, well, Jackie Chan had a poor acting performance in Rumble in the Bronx. Do you really go see Jackie Chan movies for Jackie Chan's performance? I mean, come on. Yeah, but the motherfucker barely speaks English, so I can't really hold that against him. Bruce Lee, would you really give him, you know, even consider for an Academy Award? He was a decent no. actor. Yeah. He was a decent De- actor. Bruce Lee was a pretty decent actor. If you watch him in Way of the Dragon, which is otherwise known as Return of the Dragon, great fucking movie. There's a lot of emotion in it. You gotta watch the actual Chinese dub of it, though, because get it with subtitles, because it doesn't translate well, because there's supposed to be a language barrier between him and the Italians, and there isn't, because everybody's dubbed in English. Uh, so you got well, some guy going up to him, he's looking in a restaurant, the guy's like, go in, and Bruce Lee's acting like he doesn't understand him, and he responds like, oh, I'll go in later, but it doesn't play off the right way when you're watching it. That's somebody that should have been fucking fired for editing right there. Yeah, but I mean, come on, I mean, really, you're watching a Bruce... Basically, when you cast a martial artist in a movie, it's okay. 
and especially if you're casting him Asian martial artist, okay, get pissed off and then kick ass. That's really all you want out of. Well, I think Jackie Chan's more of a comedic performer anyway. I mean, he's not. Well, yeah, he's he's basically be funny. Jet Li is the serious Jackie Chan. Yeah. When I go to see a Jackie Chan movie, I'm looking for one martial arts, and the second thing I'm looking for is funny. And three, I'm looking for the bloopers at the end of the movies that he always has. (laughs) His fingers are always hot. Yeah, but well, I mean, he's sliding down a fucking pole. Don't though. criticize him for the acting. Like Pacific Rim, I just wanted to see giant robots beating the shit. And it satisfied that. Well, exactly. it was just cheesy. It was just cheesy. So what? As long as for I'm entertained, that's all I give a shit from, about. From the trailers, everything you can't have robots fighting at nighttime to me. You well, got lights on. Well, oh, okay. whoa! I'm talking about half the right, shit. No, wait, no. Broad I, fucking I daylight. I gotta hear this. Why can't robots fight in dark? No, no, I'm talking about because from what I saw in the trailers, I'm like, this is the same problem that I've been having with Transformers, where I can't tell what's what in the trailer. They show robots moving around and doing all this shit. I'm like, I can't fucking tell. Because in Transformers, you really can't tell the difference between one Transformer rumbling, with the exception of maybe Optimus Prime or Bumblebee, because they have distinctive paint jobs. Pacific Rim, you have a fucking monster and a robot. But Not hard to figure out which one's which. Still, like, why why can't you just have this shit going on in daytime? Does it have to be nighttime? Because Nobody special effects of lasers look fucking a lot better at midnight than they do at high noon. I mean, they had robots fighting in the daytime all throughout Transformers, and that didn't really... But that's only because Michael Bay's an idiot, and he decides to zoom in on a fight Ugh. with robots. So close. Like, what are you doing? I can't tell what's what. Is that his face? Did he just get kicked in his robot balls? He wants you to see that look at... That's an alternator from a real car shoved up under his arm. That's what matters. Ugh. Michael Bay, you're gonna get a fuck you one of these days. A real big fuck you. I'm waiting for the Ninja Turtles to come out and then I'll... Oh, God. I'm excited for that. I don't know. I still don't know. Big fuck you to second trailers. They announced, oh, trailer number two for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's It's the same fucking thing. It was trailer 1.5. Yeah, it was the same fucking thing. That made me mad. At C2E2 this year on The Artist while I drew a picture of a Ninja Turtle and I said, don't ruin it, Michael Bay. And I was pleasantly surprised to see a bunch of people taking pictures next to it because I'm not that great an artist. Not only that, didn't somebody say too late? Yeah, somebody threw another Ninja Turtle that said too Come late. on, why the hell do they have, like, a humanish nostrils? Oh, no. time I saw Tur- that turtles have like, noses. Yeah, but not, no, like, dude, in no- the center of where their nose actually is. They don't have a human they're nose bridge. They're mutants. They're not actual turtles. They're mutated. They're mutated turtles. My brother's Nothing gonna bust through a wall right now and be like, the anatomy of a turtle. Because my brother's <laughs> that guy when it comes to animals. And Andy ruined the whole Daredevil reference, which we'll get to in another comic Cliff Notes edition. Oh, yeah. The tie between Daredevil and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We'll get to that real, real soon. One was successful and one was a turd. No, no, no. I'm talking about in terms of uh, in case you're wondering, Teenage their creation. Successful. Daredevil was a turd. I like Daredevil. Oh. Any you guys seen anything this week? I saw, and I seem to be mentally blocking out the original version of it, but I recently saw on cable Total Recall. <laughs> no, the the remake of Total Recall. I'm oh, uh, <laughs> I really just wanted to bring it up so we can talk about Kate Beckinsale. She's my number one on my top five list. And, well, you haven't seen it, so I don't I know. Seen it. Do you have any interest in seeing it? Am I going to spoil it if I... No, go ahead, yeah. So, the whole thing behind Total Recall is that it's this average guy who works in a factory, and he dreams about being a spy. Are you sure, though? That's how is, how, is, how is it not all Recall? Well, okay, so here's, <laughs> here's where I'm going with this. As the story goes, or the remake goes, he's an average Joe working in a factory, dreams of being a spy... He goes to a recall, which is a place that can implant dreams into your memories, where he pretends to be a spy, or he's going to plan on being a spy. So in the end, they plug him into the machine, and it turns out he actually is a spy. 
they stop the recall process, and then he ends up killing a bunch of people. Kate Beckinsale ends up being a bad guy, which kind of Spoiler sucks. alert. Spoiler alert, because I really like to see her in, like, the softer roles, but she ends up being the bad guy, which is kind of... Mm, softer. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I would have loved if they plugged him in the machine. They would have just had a scene of Morpheus just for no goddamn reason. Nice. They plugged him in the machine. Now he's in the Matrix. Just last it for, like, three seconds and let everyone be like, what the hell? Or just not even have Morpheus, but just have somebody, a black guy, shaved head, trench coat, sunglasses. So everyone in the audience gets the nod. Like, Samuel Wait. Jackson? That's very Seth MacFarlane. Hey, he'll get mad at you for that. Which is another movie I want to see, that Thousand Ways to Die in the West, because there's a Doc Brown scene where he walks into a bar. Does he Oh, yeah. spoiler alert! It's in the trailer. Oh, really? I haven't I've seen that shit. See it's that in, in the, the trailer. trailer. Money! Yeah, Seth walks into the bar, or the barn. Seth walks into a bar. He walks into the barn, and there's Christopher Lloyd, and he's like, what's going on here? And he covers up the DeLorean. Oh, it's just a weather experiment. <laughs> really? He does. It's in the trailer. It's awesome. I God damn it. I would see the movie just for that Is scene. that in the second trailer? Because that totally makes yeah, it. Yeah, it's in the second trailer. I'm not fucking watching <laughs> But yeah, Total Recall. So the, the story ends up being the guy's actually a spy. He never actually goes into Recall, and he ends up, okay, the dreams he's been having were actual memories of his life. But I think I would have liked to see the movie end where they plugged him into the machine, and all of a sudden the machine stops working, and it turns out he really is a spy, but the whole time he's been dreaming. I think that would have been a cooler ending, but then that would have made the whole last hour and a half that I just watched useless. Everything like, with that, the person wakes up at the end of it, and they were dreaming the whole time, was Revised gets really fucking annoying really fast. It's just someone not knowing how to end something. Yeah. They're like, fuck, I did all these amazing things. How do I explain it? I can't fucking think. Well, you see, I have mixed emotions about that because then it could be like, well, I just wasted an hour and a half on something that didn't really happen. But that's the same thing you get out of usual suspects if you think about it. The whole story, Mm. the whole movie actually never happened. Spoiler alert. You just blew his mind a little bit. Miguel's looking around like, Oh my who god. Am I? Who am I? He's like, holy shit, I love that movie. Wait, what? What do you mean? Yeah, none of that happened. Remember, he's looking at the fucking wall and just picking it apart. Motherfuckers. <laughs> I gotta go home. <laughs> Hand me the keys, you fucking cocksucker. Oh my god. Yeah, so really, if you watched Usual Suspects, you wasted time because none of that happened. No, but that's different. That wasn't a dream. I mean, he... It was a fabricated story. Well, yeah, okay, I'd take that over a dream. Yeah, that's, that that's what's gonna make him sleep I'll take that word <laughs> over He's gonna it. look over at Ruby like, I don't know what to believe in anymore. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> broken now. <laughs> you just shattered everything. Uh, you guys see anything this week? No? No. Godzilla. I'm so behind on movies, it's pathetic. Not even just movies, but it could be current. It could have been like a commercial or something. Like last week I was talking about Man of Tai Chi. Silicon Valley, you guys watch that? No. Is that a porn? I know. I just started watching Firefly. Ah. I'm really impressed. I'm only on episode four, which kind of breaks my heart because I see there's only 14 episodes. Now I'm like kind of tempted to bail out just because I don't get invested in the show. Yeah, I felt the same way about Green Lantern animated series. I just, I wanted more and more episode. I felt that way with Transformers Prime. I hadn't watched Transformers Prime. If you have Netflix, recommend it. Yeah, Probably the best one I've seen since Beast Wars. Beast Wars was the shit. I got the PlayStation 1 video game, which kind of sucked, but... But yeah. one thing I did see, I had a shitbag neighbor in my apartment. I say had because I got evicted, thankfully. But their car got repoed, and the truck pulled into our parking lot. was going to repo, and I was really worried about clipping my car, so I got dressed, and I was like, I'll come down and be like, hey, want me to move my car and make it easy on you? They didn't even need it. They probably were in and out, and I'm not exaggerating, 35 seconds. Oh, yeah. No, so, no man, I mean, I don't even live in a rough neighborhood where they thought that they needed this kind of speed, but... Wow, I was impressed. If I were to remake The Exorcist, I think I'd call it Repoed. Well, they had that Leslie Nielsen knockoff that was called Repossessed. Oh, yeah. I always thought it was called Devil in the Blue Dress, but that's a completely different movie. What's the Denzel movie? 
Yeah. So what was the movie you were talking about? Ladies of Silicon Valley? Is that what you said? No, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a TV show on HBO. Uh, that sounds like an episode of Red Shoe Diaries with uh, David Duchovny. Uh, the, guy, the, the director of Office Space, Mike Judge. Uh, Mike Judge. Yeah. Beavis and Butthead. Beavis and Butthead. He wrote and directed the Hill. this series. Silicon Valley is basically about programmers. Facebook, founder of Facebook, founder of MySpace, all those guys. Because they all start in Silicon Valley. It's just about these group of nerds who are just trying to get their business started. So is it a documentary? Is it no, it's not a documentary. It's a right, comedy. It it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I'd highly recommend it. And then I just found out, too, that one of the main guys in it died before the season started, the series started. God. I'm like, motherfucker, this guy was one of the funniest guys in this show. You ever see Bob's Burgers? People keep talking about that. Mostly just women. The, the women first, keep talking see, about that show. The first episode, his daughter just keeps scratching her crotch. And she's like, my crotch. My crotch is Spoiler it. alert. Yeah. She's like, my crotch is it. It's like in the first 10 seconds. And so he's trying to decide who's doing what today. He's like, you're not touching the food today. She's just standing there and all you hear is like... Like, Tina, stop scratching yourself. Her name is Latina? No, just Tina. Oh. It would be funny if it was Latina, some little white chick named Latina. What else we got for segments? Top five. Oh, yeah. All right, so what's the top five we're doing this week? I say top five overrated movies. Movies that you're tired of people bringing up all the fucking time. And Miguel, you're a film student, so I'm sure. I was, I graduated. Uh, you were once upon a time give a film me some student. Credit. A film you're professional. Give you're still me a student of film, okay. even if you're not in the school. I'm still learning. Went to yeah. evil med school for four years. Med school. Citizen Kane. Oh, fuck that shit! <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> Sorry. Dude, you want to talk about a movie that gets me riled up is fucking Citizen Kane. Just because if I hear Rosebud one more time and people acting like that's some kind of real pivotal shit to know, it's I mean, it was a cool Although they made for a great Ghostbusters episode in that cartoon. Oh, those car- uh, the real that Ghostbusters? Fast cartoons. Yes. The real Ghostbusters or yes. the Ghostbusters? Well, I actually enjoyed those both are, of them. The fact that you know there's two different ones, I'm proud of you. Funimations, Ghostbusters. Yeah, with the fucking gorilla. I enjoyed both series. The real Ghostbusters definitely more, but I kind of like that car in the fake Ghostbusters. Yeah. And the whole, like, conveyor belt changing thing is kind of an homage they to the 66 that. Batman. Wasn't the thing, like, only, like, six or seven episodes or something? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that was the reason they actually made Ghostbusters, as we know it, one word, because that is Funimations, Ghostbusters is two, two words. Two words, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ghostbusters. And that car was kind of fun, and it had transformed. I think the toy was kind of cool. Oh, I enjoyed both of them. I used to rent it on VHS. Top five cars in movies? We already got a top five going on. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm trying to force it, dude. Damn it. All right, so... They'll have you back. Don't worry. Are we listing five movies and then ranking them? Just start throwing them out there and see what happens. I'm I'm going to call back... I'm going to call back to episode two and say Rosemary's Baby. And I'm not going to forgive you for that one. Making us watch Rosemary's Baby. It's an acquired taste. you got to watch it over and over again. Citizen Kane's definitely up there. Dark Knight is up there for me. What? Yeah. I think it's overrated. Is it a bad movie? Think... No. Is it worth the hype that comes with it? No Can fucking Can you watch way. it again? Yeah. I could watch it again in maybe four sittings. Did he? Not, I can't watch did it he once in a while. Did he die of drug overdose too? Yeah. I was another fuckhead. I have to watch that movie in like four segments. Oh, A, because it's too fucking long. B, it goes in line with another movie that I think is overrated. Well, actually, that's a whole series of movies that's overrated. The whole Bond series can kiss my ass. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially Casino Royale. That, that feels like two fucking movies right there. Anything for me with Daniel Craig as James Bond currently. I liked many of the James Bonds prior to him. I thought you didn't just didn't like Daniel Craig. I like Daniel Craig. No, I don't like Daniel Craig as James Bond. Like, oh. so my analogy was, it's like, you, you need a scalpel, and you fucking get a rusty butter knife instead. The fact that he had a defibrillator in his car really pissed me off. I think that was the point in Casino Royale like, where I'm like, alright, I've mean, had enough. I mean, that's I me mean, like, 
Batman and Batman and Robin has ice skates in his boots. Well, we don't we don't even want to talk about that fucking bullshit movie. The Dark Knight, I feel like by the time they get to when they caught Joker, that felt like already one long fucking movie. And then you got from the time that any has the Joker and then Two Face. You could have cut that movie you know, fucking I half. Actually, had add on to that. I had that exact moment in my head after they had the scene where he gets done clapping that he's got that Gordon got promoted. Right, cut right they there. Had this big aerial shot, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, holy shit! There has still got to be a ton of movie left. Yep, they should have made that two movies. Go up to the point where he catches <coughs> Joker. As soon as he's done clapping or mid clap, just for a financial aspect, you could have milked that shit if you're Christopher Nolan. My right. biggest beef with that movie is Maggie Gyllenhaal. Really? Oh God! I was applauding yeah. when she died. Yeah, that and Katie Holmes. I mean, it's I would like, take Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes definitely over Maggie Gyllenhaal. Any day of the week. Katie Holmes. Maggie Gyllenhaal is a substitute for Katie Holmes. That's like Maggie Gyllenhaal and Jake Gyllenhaal look like the same person sometimes. Maggie Gyllenhaal and Jake Gyllenhaal a don't look like the same person and b can both suck my dick. I'd rather Not the have way Jake I want Gyllenhaal suck. Wow. What's Wait, wrong which with that? which Jake Gyllenhaal? Which Jake Gyllenhaal? Which Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah, because he's had a lot of incarnations. He has Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko. Yeah. That, that, that movie's bad, borderline that, overrated. That, that, that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crash. I think Crash is extremely overrated. Brokeback Mountain should have won. No one cares about either Broke of those Back fucking Mountain. movies as far yeah, as I'm concerned. No, you know, that's, that scene in Crash where his daughter, like, you know, jumps to save him and protect him. That was a good that scene. That was cool. That was My hard father to watch. cried. My father was like, Jesus Christ, is this movie over with? Because some, some of these movies are the types of movies that you feel like you have to see just so... You can be like, fine, I finally saw it. Like, American Beauty. Don't care for oh, that movie. Oh, that movie's so... I can watch that movie again. Yeah. That movie's good. Yeah. Good message. Good uh, Good voiceover. Is it a bad movie? Not necessarily. Is it best movie of that year in terms of the Academy Awards? No fucking way. I can't think of the movies that came out that year. I don't was even care Matrix? what other movies it, came out. Was it 99? If it was, there's Fight gotta be Club. better movies. Matrix. Yeah. Wait, you can't talk about that. <laughs> hi you can't talk about. He's, I guess. No, I get it. Yeah, I hope so because he's. You're looking like. Why can't we talk about Fight Club? Favorite movie of all time. Who were we watching that I'm with Jack's at one time? Surprise. Oh, remember we were watching that movie one time with your ex was in the room and her friend. Oh, taboo topic. Wait, and what happened? Remember, like the whole time they were talking, her and you and I were, were like cover. watching, watching the movie. Yeah, and they weren't even fucking paying yeah, attention, they man. Just, they and just started like, so wait, what's happening? And I got pissed off. <laughs> That'll be a future fuck you segment. People who watch movies with you don't pay attention to the movie that you're watching. Man, you fucking you just say you fucking tag me in a post saying you're watching this movie and you're not watching it. You're on Facebook. Go fuck off. Or or the people who sit there and watch the movie with you and they ask you what just happened. You're watching the same movie. Just watching the same thing. Or like when uh. Spoiler alert, if you haven't watched Fight Club, you're a fucking idiot by now. In Fight Club, when the big reveal happens, that one chick was just like, wait, that's stupid. It's him the whole time. I was instantly just like, oh my god, Miguel's gonna punch her right that in the fucking, fucking mouth. fucking makes me mad, you know? <laughs> is that why she's the ex? No, no the ex is the ex's friend. Oh. But that's why she's the ex, yeah. But just, just <laughs> her being her help. friend is qualified, yeah. qualification enough, like, Your we're friend done. makes me mad. <laughs> Johnny Depp movies, about 85% of them, I think, are severely overrated. Ah, so we can bring in a genre or a type to this? I'm, I'm doing it. Fuck okay. you, it's my podcast. Like, From Hell, not really a good movie. Sleepy Hollow, not really a good movie. Sleepy Hollow is okay. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, not really a good movie. You haven't mentioned Ed Pirates Wood. of the Caribbean. What's Eating Gilbert God. Grape. Pirates of the Caribbean, most of those are fucking overrated. Benny you June? Didn't, you didn't like The Lone Benny Ranger? Goddamn. I'll watch I'd probably end up really no liking that movie. No one liked The Lone Ranger. Can so, I yeah. just say fuck you to the overrated stoner genre? This is the end. The Hangover. This new, what, Neighbors? I'm just so sick of 
I like neighbors though. Stoner humor's never made me laugh. Friday's made me laugh. No. There you go. Pineapple Express? <laughs> Makes sense. No. And it's not like, you know, I've tried giving the movie a second chance. Like, the first time I saw Super Bad. I thought you were going to say weed. Like, I've tried giving weed a second chance. <laughs> no, like, I, I gave Super Bad a second chance. And every subsequent time I watched it, I've laughed. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty funny. There's only one scene where anybody's smoking weed, and it's not even, like, the main character. what? In Super Bad. Super Bad's not really a stoner movie. It's a buddy. No, I'm just bringing that in as a movie I initially didn't like. Oh. I've tried to watch The Hangover. I've tried to watch Pineapple Express. The Pineapple Express, I think I've given like five chances by now. And I'm just like, there's nothing here that makes me want to laugh. Like, I watched This is the End. Uh, don't spoil that movie. I haven't seen it yet. The only thing I can say out of that is... I fucking hate Danny McBride, and I think he's a fucking terrible actor, and he should be shot at Sunrise. Wow. Really? How bad is he? Other overrated movies? Yeah. You're a film student. You should have just these just well, you, firing off at the hip. You kept going. I was giving you your time. <laughs> Sorry. A Stanley Kubrick is overrated. 2001 A Space Odyssey. I didn't finish. I just I got to the point where the apes throw the bone in the air, and then... Apocalypse Now, I think, is overrated. It is. Clockwork Orange is just a big overrated... <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> Just a giant. You've touched on it in previous podcasts, but Scarface shit. is a given. Mm. I mean, it's enjoyable, but it is not the be all end all. No, not that people, especially gangbangers and shit, want to make oh, it seem. God, I always point at low point out that you realize he died at the end. Yeah, right? exactly. I had do you have the special edition of Scarface. This, no. this, oh, the wait, bonus do material to, do is just all alert? these rappers just giving it all the all the praise in the world. It's nothing but rappers and hip hop artists. Yep. I was like, all right. Even my cousin has a giant fucking picture of Scarface on his wall. And I'm so does like, Manny. What is the point? Well, like, why? Why? Why do you have him on your wall? Because that's what they want to aspire to. The American you know? dream. Well, the American dream is sitting in a tub while your wife does cocaine and you're watching a commercial about pelicans. Yeah, I can't even fucking fuck her. Her pussy is so polluted. Why would you want to fuck a woman whose pussy is quote unquote polluted and you think so? And she's Michelle Pfeiffer. She okay. dances like this. You can't see the way he's dancing, but he actually did a pretty good job. That Isn't was nice. That good? Yeah. I think the finest Michelle Pfeiffer's ever been was Catwoman. Fabulous Woman. Baker Boys? Huh? Have you not seen the Fabulous Baker Boys? No. Michelle Pfeiffer in a red dress, dancing on a piano? Why not Michelle Pfeiffer yeah. as Catwoman? Um, that's, yeah, that's what I said. I'm going to go with the Catwoman one. The skin-tight latex beats a red dress. Yeah. Most of the time. She didn't look good in Wolf. Didn't look good in What Lies Beneath. Wolf is overrated. Yeah. I like Jack Nicholson a lot, kidding. and it was just... No, I mean, it really wasn't a good movie. It reminded me a lot of the Universal Monster films with Lon Chaney Jr. when he was the Wolfman. I don't know if you guys watched the the Universal Monster flicks from back in the day where it was Dracula... Bella Lugosi and shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've seen some of them, not all of them. I like those more than the Hammer films. Yeah. Well, Nosferatu was about 20 years earlier. Was it really? Yeah. Nosferatu is one of the first Was that still Bella Lugosi? No. No, no, no. It was a German movie, wasn't it? Yeah. German With Max Schreck as Nosferatu. And then they redid it, like the behind the scenes. Of Willem Dafoe. Yeah, Willem Dafoe. It's called Shadow the Vampire. I feel like we should start a betting pool in this, just like we had the death pool at work. They started betting pool when they're going to reboot them with current sci-fi special and special well, effects. I mean, they did that with Shadow of Vampire with Willem Dafoe. Nosferatu, in Willem case you haven't seen it. Willem Dafoe is extremely underrated. Yeah. Did anyone see the movie Daybreakers? No. Ethan Hawke, the... Willem Dafoe. Was that the one with the vampires? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like all rich and shit. Well, not all rich, but society's become a vampire society where humans are now the minority and basically they're treated as livestock, but the problem is they're running out of blood. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I heard it was actually pretty good. Yeah, I, I never good. seen like, it. Like, I want to buy it on Blu-ray and I'll lend it to you. I mean, I thought it was a new take on it and it was decent. Hmm. And the yeah, vampires I mean, didn't sparkle, so automatically that's better. I never saw it and it sounds like an interesting premise. I think it's on Netflix, actually, so if anyone has Netflix, go ahead and check it out. All right, real quick, though. 
before somebody ends up saying I didn't finish it. Nosferatu is actually the story of Dracula. They just didn't have the rights for it, so they just renamed it. Good for them. So, silent film, I think from 1922 or 28. Somebody IMDB it, please. Let's see who's faster. I think that's it for my overrated movies. Fast and Furious franchise, severely overrated. I think that's it for me. 1922. Ooh, zing on the first try. No, damn it, that would have been a good corrections department for next week's podcast. No, because I was right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of any other overrated movies. Hangover 2 and Hangover, Hangover, Hangover 3. Hangover 2. Every, everyone was, hated Hangover 3, right? Hangover 2 is Hangover 1. Yeah, yeah it was the same, was the same movie. Which is Hangover country. 3. Which is Hangover. Oh, I, I never even bothered with three because two pissed me off so Hangover much. Hangover three was actually better than. Well, I mean, it's not saying much to say it was better than two, but it's a bad one. It's like saying Terminator like, two is better than Terminator three. Terminator two is one of the greatest fucking movies of all time. Look, <coughs> Christiana Lopez. Avatar's overrated. Yeah, she just annoyed the hell Whoa. out of me throughout the most of the movie. I loved well, in it. the movie. I, I loved it. Yeah, in real life, that's a tall drink of water. I loved it. Avatar? Yeah, I loved it. Fucking amazing. Blew my mind. Bought it on DVD. <laughs> Blew my mind. Blew my mind. Bought it on DVD. Tried watching it again. It's just not the same it just isn't is it kind of like trying to watch gravity I mean my thing with yeah I loved gravity my thing with avatar was just it was too preachy they weren't even like covert about the political issues they were bringing us oh my god could we just bring any more of current nowadays politics into a movie could we well it couldn't have been as bad as happy feet where they actually had a montage of saving the penguins at the end of the movie would you ever not want to save a penguin well, no. I don't give a fuck about but I mean I don't want political views in a cartoon movie I'll punch a penguin in the fuck for a gully no I love God, that was... So I want the end of Toy Story to be, hey, Avatar was Cowboys. Gully, though. Avatar was Pocahontas. And Fern Gully put together. I mean, I saw Fern Gully when I was a kid. You need to watch it again. I think Talladega Nights is incredible. Talladega Nights is overrated. I think Elf is overrated. Speaking of that, yeah, just I happened. Yeah, I agree with that. Talladega Nights, speaking of that, just happened. I was thinking about piling together a montage of, like, that just happened, or instances of where people go, oh, that just happened, different movies. It's kind of the intro to the podcast. Yeah, that'd be cool. I don't think I have any other overrated movies. I think I exhausted myself for right now. Citizen Kane, I had to get that the fuck out of there only because every time I feel like I'm watching Watch Mojo, the two movies that are always number ones for their list, for whatever reasons, are always fucking a movie about Citizen Kane, like either Citizen Kane or Dark Knight. Like, consistently. It could be a movie about 1990s rock bands and they'll throw fucking Citizen Kane in there. Are you obligated as a film student to kind of suck the dick of the movie known as Citizen Kane? We're obligated to watch it. The main reason it's a big deal is just because of the brought up, like, the depth of field and full focus and all these different terms that but just scientifically the aesthetics of film it broke and introduced all these it's like the, it's like the Wright brothers of yeah cinematography. they showed all these cool tricks you can do with a camera that's why everyone so it's like loves that movie the Wright brothers plane was a shitty fucking plane but you kind of have to acknowledge it was a shitty plane it was in the air for like four seconds and they sucked their dick so hard what was the plane that you built like zing ah damn it <laughs> No, yeah. Citizen Kane sucked, though. It's boring. Ugh. Ugh. Trying to think if there was any horror movies that I watched that I was just like, eh. White Noise. I actually liked White Noise, to be honest. I liked it till the credits rolled and I actually started thinking about it. And then the they made sucked. worse horror movies, like no. Teeth. You ever see Teeth? I saw that. Is that like a sci-fi Did I let you borrow that sci-fi shit? Channel? No, it's like, not on Netflix. No. I think it was on Netflix. Teeth, teeth is about a chick who has a teeth in her... Yeah, a te- teeth I, in her How vagina. did I know with... Out even having you guys go in description that that's where the teeth were. Like a pussy troll? Basically. There's a part where, like, the vagina spits out a dick, and the guy's standing there, and he's, like, holding on to nothing. And he's just like, oh, my God. And I remember watching that movie and being like, what the fuck just happened? Doesn't a brother try to rape her, too? Yeah. A stepbrother or some shit? Yeah, it's real awkward. She has to be in love for the pussy to allow it. Speaking of movies with rapes, you guys ever see Descent? Not The Descent. 
the awesome horror movie, Descent with Rosario Dawson. No, I haven't. Oh my god. You want to talk about a rape scene that just goes on for too long, which is basically any rape scene? Is it point? a little more weird than The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo? Worse. I thought uh, the Hills of Eyes had the wor- what worst. What about Last House on the Left? This was worse. Because even worse than that. Hills of Eyes, he was, he was giving it to her. It's not about that. It felt like a 10 minute long rape scene. Like, I remember fast forwarding it and being like, holy fuck, this shit is still happening? So and then like, at the end, spoiler alert. She takes the guy home that had raped her, convinces him to come home with her. They go home. How much convincing did she have to do? It doesn't take much to get a guy back home with you. Right, after you especially. especially if you're a Rosario Dawson. So she drugs him, he knocks out, wakes up, and he's tied up to a bed. And she rapes she, him. No, she doesn't rape him. Some big fucking black guy. A black guy? Comes out of the fucking, out of nowhere. Bring out the gimp. With, with a fucking French accent. Ooh, and he's raping, raping the shit out of this guy. And he's like, I need water. And so <laughs> I was just like, man, I thought the first rape scene took too long. This is fucking taking forever. And then I think she rapes him with like a brass dildo. I'm like, in our old job, we used to have to work security 12 hours a night. And if you didn't have something to watch, you're fucked. Oh, that what you watched back then? Yeah. Jesus. So it was like 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, if this movie's as crazy as the guy that let me borrow it says it is, I got to wait till late. And I thought, I'm like, Rosario Dawson's in it. It can't be bad. Have you seen Irreversible? No. That has a long rape scene. It's kind of sad, too. Just kinda... <laughs> what kind of, Is there a happy rape scene? No, not a happy, <laughs> but just, you know, there's a rape scene that moves the story forward. Like, after a while, it's kind of like... Have you ever watched a movie? Like, rape scene you know, that, rape, that, rape, that rape scene was really well done. It was really I well really done hated that bitch until that, she got raped. It was a, really felt <laughs> that really progressed the story along that good old rape. It was uh, Monica Bellucci, the girl from... Uh, 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 yeah, uh, she gets... Man, in, in like a subway alley. And you ever see Brotherhood of the Wolf? She gets all kinds of naked in that. Proceed. Well, she gets naked in this movie. It's a French movie. Yeah, but it's a, it's kind of hard actually, for me to you know, get would, aroused by a rape scene. It was though. a pretty cool movie. I would highly recommend Irreversible. It's a French movie, and the guy from Black Swan, Cassell, what's his name? Yeah, the other French actor. That other French actor. Yeah. The guy that's not Gerard Depardieu. But the whole, the whole movie takes place in reverse, so they show the ending of the movie... And then they go all the way to the beginning. and they So like the CSI it? Like, I don't watch CSI, but... Is it sure. irreversible? It is irreversible, especially during the rape scene. <laughs> Which that movie came out on VHS and, you know, just return it. Like, hey, you're going to rewind this. Like, I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see, uh, speaking of Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, I really enjoyed the American <laughs> version of it. What? The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Rooney Mara, unbelievable that in that great, movie. That was a great... Uh, no one talked about the Dragon Tattoo. He well, mentioned yeah, it. Did he? Enough, yeah. Because yeah. oh, I said... Dude, I don't it... fucking just throw shit out there. That's why I... That's why I, <laughs> that's why I was laughing. I was just like, wait a just said what I'm your own. like, what the fuck are you laughing at, motherfucker? I'm making a good comment. No, I, no. I, made, I made a reference to it because that's one of the few movies that I've watched that has a rape scene in it and it's also awkward. But Rooney Mara, I couldn't believe that was the same person. Actually, I just saw... Him. Speaking of, I just watched Rooney Mara and her. I haven't seen oh, her yet. I thought it was Hers pretty good. Hers really good. Yeah. Like what she, was the Is she good in her? Is she good in her? You know how she got that part? Girl with the Dragon. Did you see the original? The, no, not the French version. No, uh, the, no it's Swedish. Oh, Swedish? It's really good. I didn't even see the American one. But the, her agent said, before she went to go audition, he said, go get just wasted and go to your audition with the worst hangover you've ever had. And then that's how she got it. She oh. actually got all the piercings, too. Did she? I didn't even know yeah, she did all that. Her nipples, Jesus she got them pierced, her lip, all oh, kinds of committed. Yeah. Wait, but who is she in this? She's she, a psychiatrist. She is the reason why... Oh, no. he's, oh he's, she's the wife. The original, yeah, okay, the original right. wife. Whoa, whoa, original whoa. Wife. Spoiler. I it's haven't seen not, it It's not. It's the setup. If anything, we just nudged you to watch the movie. Yeah, she's Spoiler pretty, though. Anything. She's in that movie about diseases. I forgot the name of it. Not Contagion. What was the other one? 
Oh, fuck. Rooney Mara was in a movie with... Some of them do it like... Gives her like pills or some shit. Or like Social Network? No, no, no. Somebody look it up. That's why we have IMDb on standby for this podcast. You should have a, a techie on set. All he does is the IMDb. Yeah, his name's Rodney. He's got a fucking iPad right there, <laughs> Mister. I hate Apple products in the past two fucking pod, three podcasts. Being side effects. Side effects. Oh, with uh. Oh, now you know. <laughs> you fucking dick. I didn't know. I'm not gonna lie. With the fucking guy, the good-looking guy. Idea. What's his name? Alfie. Channing Tatum. No, this this guy. Russell Brand. Owen. No, this guy. Holy fuck. Jude Law. Jude Law. Close. <laughs> Sounds like Owen. Yeah. Jude Law, really great in Gattaca. Did anybody see Gattaca? I saw Gattaca. He's really good in Road to Perdition. And The Holiday. And Closer. Yeah, I yeah, didn't really care for that movie. Saw it in IMAX? I saw it in IMAX. I had IMAX. to watch it closer. Right. Julia Roberts' lips were huge in IMAX. <laughs> Jesus, what is that? Bernie Mara, underrated hot chick, I think. Yeah? I don't see it. Not top 20, but I mean, you know, she's got that weird kind of, she's kind of weird, so it's kind of hot kind of thing going on. For I like this. Kinda. Underrated hot chicks. Ooh, Underrated hot chicks. Underrated hot chicks. The chick from Pitch Perfect. And a country. Okay. And like a punky sort of way. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Mm-hmm. I was going to say Ramona Flowers. You guys gave her proper name in the one previous podcast. Anna Kendrick in... Oh, fuck. Up in the Air. I can't believe you haven't watched Up in the Air. You haven't, you seen, haven't seen Up you in the Air? Drinking Buddies. Uh, you see that shit. She's uh, really good in that. It's an independent film kind of thing. Oh, you told there's me to watch nobody, that too. There's nobody really else in it. Olivia Wilde's in it. Olivia Wilde, I, my personal opinion, overrated hot chick. She's really good in this movie. Because she seems approachably hot in this. She works in a brewing company here in Chicago. That's the premise of the movie. Her and this other guy that she likes work in a brewing company. That guy is dating Anna Kendrick while she's dating the guy from Office Space. Peter! That guy. And speaking of The Office, who played Pam in The Office? Underrated hot chick. Oh yeah, Jenna Fisher. Jenna Fisher. Jenna Fisher. Very, very, very cute. And you, you, you start falling in love with her throughout the season. And I think under her contract, she was not allowed to get a tan or tan naturally just because they needed her, like, you know, her fair complexion as Pam in the office. But, you know, she really should be in better movies where now she can be tan and wear makeup and get I've dolled up. Her. She hasn't really been in anything besides Blades of Glory, right? No, she was in another little indie film with the guy from Devil. I think he was like the silver-suited man or some shit, or the long-legged man, where he was like one of those street performers, and she was some kind of temp that was like just really weird. It's one of those movies that he would probably watch. Yeah, you, Miguel. What? It's a movie that he would watch and be like, movie changed my life kind of thing. You talking about Fight Club? Yeah. No, we're not talking about that at all. We're not talking about Fight Club. Close. I was talking about an independent film. I was looking up my underrated hacker. I, Katie Mixon, the girl from Eastbound and Down. Let me see. Oh yeah, she's, she's a uh, thing about it. Like not in like just yeah, she's all right in that she picture. Really, but she really knows how to fill a sweater. Yeah, you she's know, smart and just yeah, real real fucking intelligent and just mine is the chick just from the league. Just has a sexy sm- flirty Rex, smile. Flirty smile. Wife the in the league. Oh yeah, you get Bush out of her right in the beginning of flight. Oh, the girl from what was the one with Jason Lee? What was that TV series with Jason Lee and she was like the hot neighbor or something like that? Nadine Velasquez. Yeah, Nadine Velasquez. Oh, my name is Earl. My name is Earl. I didn't know you met the TV show. She's from Chicago, also. Booyah! Even Shiva from the league. Oh yeah, Indian chick. Yeah. From Joliet. They're all. I mean, they shoot in Chicago, don't they? Yes. Well, some of it they do. I think. I don't know if all of it is. But I don't think any of the actors, the main guys, are from Chicago. Most of them are improvisers, right? Have improvising backgrounds. More guys from New Orleans. Nick Kroll. I don't even know where the hell Nick Kroll is from. Uh, Montreal, Long Island. Would New Emma York. Stone be underrated, or is she considered a hot? She's breaking celebrity? into mainstream, yeah. but I can. I'll give you that one. Stone's hot. I'd say pre-Spider-Man, she was underrated, but now everybody's. She's mainstream now, so. 
Yeah, like super bad Emma Stone. Easy A, I can't believe I had ju- I've just seen that. Yeah, really and you're a huge Stanley Tucci fan. Oh, He's, Stanley Tucci's the shit. Yeah, also in World to Perdition. Yeah, yes. I cannot bring up that movie enough. Is it fair to say Stanley Tucci has incredible range? He does. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah, he does. Fuck yeah. My wife has made me sit through the Devil Wears Prada because in her job, she does a real similar type of work as Anne Hathaway. Her boss isn't nearly as bad as that. But one day she's like, my sisters call me whatever the fuck her name is in that movie. And I'm like, fine, you know, let's sit down and watch it. You know, I always pick a movie, let's watch one of your movies for once. We were watching Devil Wears Prada and Stanley Tucci had me fucking dying. Because the motherfucker's so... He plays a gay guy so fucking Oh, bad. okay, that's who you're talking about? Yeah. The bald okay, guy. The bald guy. Oh, he was great in, in Hunger, Hunger Games. Games. Yeah. He was an easy A, really good performance easy. Yeah, he did. I loved him in Captain America. Yeah. Yes. Call back to her. I think Joaquin Phoenix also underrated. great actor with good range. Oh, I thought you were going to say underrated hot trick. No. Because <laughs> I, I really enjoyed him as the <laughs> villain in The Gladiator, but as the kind of meek, mild-mannered, you know, guy in the village, he was, he was pretty good, too. He was good in, in Signs. Yeah, yeah was, he was good in Signs. He was really good in Signs. Uh, Walk the Line, obviously. Signs and Village, I felt like he seemed well, played the same character. Signs was a good flick. The day that I watched Signs was the opening night for it. And that was another movie that the trailer didn't give away shit. I mean, it was a good flick for a movie where nothing really happened. Until you saw the aliens. That and Paranormal Activity. They're good movies Ooh. considering nothing really happened. The first time I saw Paranormal Activity, I saw it by myself in the theater at nighttime. And I was just like, I'm going to go see this movie. It was before I got married, obviously. And that fucked me up because you're by yourself. It's completely dark. And it was like... After the third week, it was out. So I was in a theater with maybe four people, and we were all, like, spread out. So I was freaking the fuck out, but I didn't want to make it seem like I was. But the four of us that were in the theater were screaming. Speaking of horror movies and where nothing happens and kind of shitty, I would say Blair Witch might be my overrated movie, too. Yeah, I didn't really care for the Blair Witch that much. It was all marketing. Like, before we knew that... Oh, this was a real story. This was real footage. Or, oh, that was interesting. But then we realized, okay, that was all just a hoax. It's all marketing. It's kind of. I felt robbed or yeah, cheated. Somehow. That's how I felt about the fourth kind. Because the fourth kind. Yeah. We've gotten to a point with the fourth kind where all right, we've gotten further along. The internet's more prevalent than it was back in, during the Blair Witch thing. So you're just like, if somebody were to make the claim this is based on a true story, you could kind of just be like. I can fucking refute that in a second. But with the fourth kind, nobody really fucking did. So then when it came out, I'm like, holy shit, this is based on a true story. And then you watch the movie and you're freaking the fuck out because you're just like, man, this shit happened for real. And then, of course, you look it up and end up being a hoax. And like, Mila Jovovich, I was giving you a second fucking chance <laughs> after all those bullshit fucking Resident Evil movies. And you, you fucking swept the rug out from under me again. Had you seen Married with Children where Mila Jovovich guest starred on it? No, I'm not really How big on her. How old is she? She's, she's got to be about almost 40 at least. And yeah. we're looking it up. I thought of this too while well, you guys were saying something. Uh, no, no Country for Old Men. I feel like that's extremely I like that movie a lot. I own it. It's a good flick. Not a lot happens. People dying. I mean, I'll take that over Fargo. Really? Oh, hell with Fargo. Uh, I like Fargo. Apparently yeah. the Fargo series is supposed to be really good. She's 38. Can I just say that new uh, Scarlett Johansson movie that's coming out? Lucy? Which, yeah. I'm definitely intrigued enough to go see that. Ugh, it's just limitless with guns. Scarlett Johansson's voice in her alone. That was, that was another thing I was going to say. An awkward sex scene. Whoa! Her. Spoiler alert! What? Spoilers! 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 Kind of knew this, but didn't you feel a little awkward during it? Yeah, Maybe but I her did. voice was like, "Wow, she should really, really be like a hot. phone sex operator or she something." Because that shit was. Hot. I didn't even see her in the yeah, whole movie. It's, it's another one. Seems like it, we were talking about it earlier. How unfair! Like, I saw a woman at Target today. Gorgeous, gorgeous fucking woman. And then I started walking behind her. No ass. Nasa tall. Zero ass. Flat as a fucking wall. 
and Rodney to, well, you can't have everything, which is a true statement in a lot of ways. Like, you almost never see a hot chick that's 100% the complete package. And then I was like, the only person that's like that is like Hugh Jackman. The motherfucker can sing. He can act. I mean, When he chooses to. Yeah. Neil Patrick Harris. But Hugh Jackman's also ripped, and he plays Wolverine. And he gets, well, yeah, I guess Neil Patrick Harris does get respect from men. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Uh, Not mean, ripped, though. I mean, shit. The guy played yeah, Jedi. The guy played Ra's al Ghul. But is he funny? The guy played Zeus. Hugh Jackman's fucking funny. Yeah, but Liam Neeson isn't. That's why I don't... I think Liam Neeson's just a little underneath. He played Darkman. Don't give him shit. Hollywood Babylon has a whole segment dedicated to his cock. I mean, how much better does it get for you? You gotta be funny. <laughs> if you're gonna get with Miguel Levy, you gotta be funny. Yeah, my, my, my favorite... Look how, how big your cock is. My, my favorite Liam Neeson fact is that he went to Hawaii once, jerked off in the water, and put more semen in the water than Japanese did. <laughs> Pearl Harbor joke. Sounds like a Chuck Norris. Did Chuck Norris do that? That's, that's kind of how that second is, yeah. Chuck Norris facts. Liam Neeson's Cox facts. Yeah. There's a whole website to, to it. At, I yeah. have to say. Cock ain't nothing to sneeze at? Yeah. I treat it sort of like Louis C.K. where he's like, I don't know if I'm gay, I just haven't seen a cock yet that I want him to put in my mouth. It takes a lot of effort to put a cock in your mouth. You gotta right? be committed. Yeah. yeah. He's like, You're pot committed. Every cock you suck takes a little bit out of you. Oh, you. Here we go. Did we cover all our segments? We, uh... I think so. Hold on, let me double check just to make sure that we touch bases with everything. Yeah. Yeah, so I'd say, uh, call that a podcast. Yeah, so I think we're going to close it out now. Sorry, oh, uh, it wasn't funny. Hold on. Miguel, if you want to plug anything that you are doing uh, right now. There are three shows left in the American Devolution, which is a Second City House Co. show. Second City Chicago, Illinois. Second City Training Center in Chicago, Illinois on North and Wells. You can go to secondcity.com for more information on that. It's just a house team that I got casted in. I'm also on the house team at Comedy Sports Chicago, which is on Belmont off of Racine. That's one of our new accounts. Every Thursday at 8. Not every Thursday. Every other Thursday around uh, 10 o'clock. You go from Thursday at 8 to every other Thursday at 10. Yeah. Because <laughs> I got confused. The American Devolution, 7.30 and Saturday. And Do you have uh, a Twitter handle that you'd like? No, nah, I don't use Twitter. Don't follow me on Twitter. Unbelievable. Yeah. YouTube. I have a website, MiguelLepe.com. <laughs> you got a YouTube channel? Oh, yeah. YouTube.com slash lepe for you. Number four, letter U. What a digital, Find what a me. digital cake. Digital cake is also still a thing. We're, we're, we're hanging on. Digitalcakechicago.com. If you need any videos made, I dabble a little bit in editing. Yeah, he's, he's done videos for a lot of people actually recently, right? Like you've done a couple of I do of mad- music parody videos for Lion, Matthew Montalvo. He's a local Chicago comedian, musician extraordinaire. And then I just edit promo videos for people who need shows or have shows in Chicago. And I do weddings, quinceañeras. Hey, a videographer, huh? Yeah, videographer. That's cute. Yeah. That's cute. You got anything you want to promote but out there? Not a damn thing. David's a lone lone gunman. Alright, so we're gonna be signing off. So So uh, don't forget to hashtag UTJH on yep. Twitter. Appreciate yep. comments, feedback, suggestions. If you'd like to be a guest on our show, be welcome to it. Open to all comers. Um, <laughs> yeah. New and old. New yeah. and old. Whatever kind of comers can come at us. Come. Alright, say goodbye, Alice. Alright, take it easy, everyone. That was David Merkel. Hey, everyone, thanks for joining us, and you have a good day, and yeah, alright. You're so awkward. It's so good to have you here. This was a pleasure, this was an honor. You're all amazing, all of you listening right now. This is great. Thank you. Bye. You're gonna come back, so... Oh, I'll be back. You don't have to tell them. Alright, well, we'll see what happens. Great.
When someone asks you if you're a god, you say yes! Yes. Alright, uh, I'm Adam Flores. I'm Rodney Sinio, and uh, that just happened.